open, outspoken. It's ophthalmology off the grid, an honest look at controversial topics in the field. I'm Gary Wirtz. Why do we attend meetings? What makes a meeting appealing? Part of the draw is the content. Meeting gives us a chance to learn, and some of us a chance to teach. But meetings can offer much more than that. Beyond the lecture hall, there are opportunities to have discussions, share ideas, and build connections. While larger meetings have their benefits, making time for meaningful interactions can be a challenge. Smaller events often provide a better platform for participation, close interaction, and even friendships. Millennial iLive is one meeting where younger and older generations alike can benefit from the opportunity to learn from one another and build relationships. Here today to give their thoughts on meetings are two of my fellow Emmy Live program chairs, Drs. Bill Wiley and Netta Shami. First, Bill and I talk about how large meetings sometimes give us the feeling of being alone together, while small meetings offer a way to form lasting relationships that can carry over to the bigger meetings. Later, Netta talks about how larger meetings give her a great opportunity to teach, but smaller meetings like Emmy Live offer more opportunity to learn. Coming up on Off the Grid. Ophthalmology Off the Grid is an independent podcast supported with advertising by Alcon. Welcome back to another episode of Ophthalmology Off the Grid. This is Dr. Gary Wirtz, and I am now being joined by one of our uh, frequent guests on Off the Grid, Bill Wiley. Uh, Bill, thanks for joining us, and today we're going to talk a little bit about meetings. Why do we go to meetings? What meetings do we uh, really enjoy? And also, I'd like to tell the folks when we get a chance about a special meeting coming up, Millennial Eye Live in Austin this year. Um, And so uh, that little preamble aside, Bill, how have you been lately, bud? Hey, doing great, Gary. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. appreciate it. You know, it's kind of funny. Bill and I met actually at the airport. Do you remember this, Bill? It was, um, I think, four (laughs) years ago, maybe three years ago, and it was one of these chance encounters that um, it it was very interesting. We met through a mutual friend, Daniel Chang, and it was actually because we were both coming home from a meeting, but we didn't meet at the meeting. We actually met at the airport. Do you recall that? Yeah, no, I, I remember. I, I remember you had the um, a mega lens, like the the original Gemini capsule, a, a prototype of that. And I remember, I'm like, gosh, yeah, I've got to, I got to learn more about that. And Daniel uh, uh, Chang, as you know, a big optics guy in our field. And I and I thought, okay, I've got Gary Wartz with this new platform that's going to potentially change uh, the nature of ophthalmology. And Daniel Chang just sort of a staple in uh, optics and IOLs and you know, to sit there at the airport, you know, coming off of a what, Ascaris or AAO, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, that was one of the best parts uh, of that meeting. It was interesting, you know, as we're going home, leaving, you know, we, we had this great conversation. So, um, and that kind of sparked sort of the, the, the idea of, you know, why do we go to meetings? And you had kind of asked me before, you know, what, what drives you to go? And I think most of it is just the people that you run into. And, a lot, and some of it is the content that's putting on, but the content is more of just sort of a, a framework to spark discussion that often and most often continues, you know, outside the lecture hall. And when you get a chance to interact with people that are putting these great ideas out there, uh, putting content out there and, and to talk personally with them, 
and build a connection uh, and often a lifelong connection. I think that's where the, the true value of these meetings comes from. Bill, I, I couldn't have said it any better than that. You know, I was so busy in the first part of my career, I hardly was able to get away to go to meetings. But what was interesting is as soon as I did, I actually started by going, you know, I did the academy and the asterisk, but it was like being alone together with, you know, 10,000 other ophthalmologists. I really didn't know anyone, and I ended up for years just sort of being by myself, walking around the, the um, you know, convention hall. And it wasn't until I went to a small meeting, actually the first small meeting I went to was Kiowa, where I actually met some friends. And I, I met George Waring the fourth and Bill Trattler, who became really dear friends who I could then call and, and talk to about interesting cases or just commiserate with about some, you know, something that was going on in my practice. And it was from there that I got introduced to some of the other meetings like ACOS meetings in Deer Valley and and um, the ACOS meeting in Aspen. And eventually, all of that has transpired into me being really taking a more active role in the Millennial Eye side of the meetings. And we've got this Millennial Eye Live meeting coming up. What's so great about that is, and the reason I'm kind of passionate about this meeting in particular is... I really feel like if we can get younger ophthalmologists, and it's not just for younger ophthalmologists, but I'll I'll speak to them just in particular. If we can get younger ophthalmologists to start engaging in the betterment of ophthalmology in their early part of their career, they don't have to be lonely together at these big meetings. They can start finding other people who have similar interests. And like you said before, it's not just about the content, although content is great, wet labs are great, we're going to have all of that at Millennial Eye Live this year, but it really, like you said, it's the spark of a conversation that might may start in the lecture hall but carry on outside the lecture hall. And to be honest, that's why I started Ophthalmology Off the Grid. I really wanted to have a way to get these great conversations that typically happen outside of the lecture hall more to the masses. And I hope that Millennial Eye Live in Austin this year is going to be one of those special meetings where we do have great discussion. And you're going to be there, am I right? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Um, and, and, and helping uh, to frame some of that content, I'm working with part of the team. And it, it, when you look at the individuals that are going to that meeting, in particular, a lot of the young, um, you know, sort of leaders in our field and the uh, up and coming leaders with, within our field and you know, you know, it's it just just the energy alone that that's in that room is, uh, you know, it's it's contagious and 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 I think it's a great experience to be there with people that are truly passionate about our field, and and it helps you know carry you know those sort of relationships onto some of the bigger meetings like you mentioned. I never really looked at that or thought of it that sort of alone together feeling. Um, but but you're right. I, you know, early in my career, same thing. I go to the academy or Asperis and just kind of walk around and just sort of overwhelmed, not really knowing anybody. And it wasn't until some of the more boutique meetings where you, where you build these friendships and often lifelong relationships with people that you then carry on to the big meetings and, and make those actually more meaningful once you make those connections. Yeah. And I've got, I've got a confession to make and um, it, it's kind of embarrassing, but I, I think that it may uh, speak to what the larger meetings have become. I have been to almost every academy and ASCRS meeting, and I have yet to be able to find the Bink Horse lecture. And am I alone in that? Have you attended a Bink Horse lecture? <laughs> you know, I think I think I think you and I did joke about that, and I think 
in my mind, I said, okay, when, 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 when Gary mentioned that, I think the first one he'll attend is maybe the one that you present at. <laughs> yeah, let me make that prediction. <laughs> right. It's, fair, it's possible, and, and, but no one will be there because no one can find it. So <laughs> I'll be giving it just to a row of empty chairs, I, I fear. But, but I say that in kind of a jest, but um, it, it can be at big meetings sort of so overwhelming. There's so many things going on at the same time that it's really hard to plot your course at these bigger meetings to, to hit all the, the lectures that you want. And what's nice about these smaller meetings in my mind is things are not going on necessarily simultaneously. And yeah, one lecture may not be quite as applicable to your practice as the next, but what's nice about it is you're sort of going through this experience together and I feel like actually I get a lot more educationally out of a small meeting that does provide that sort of start to finish uh, educational curriculum. I guess I'm just not a very good choose your own adventure kind of guy. Yeah, that's a good point. You're right. You you can't get lost in the crowd uh, at the large meetings. I feel like you know, from, from colleagues, but even industry uh, aspects, you know, if you want to sit down and have that, you know, a discussion with, with um, one of the key individuals with a company that you're working with, often that's hard to do at the large meetings, but, but you can get really meaningful uh, interactions and, and work done at some of the smaller boutique meetings. And you can set up, you know, uh, longer uh, meetings or interactions that that will get things done rather than just something quick or in passing that that may occur at the the large meeting. So those are all good points. Yeah. So if any of you are looking to go to Millennial Eye Live this year, it is uh, September 7th through 9th. We're going back to the original um, home base for Millennial Eye Live, which is uh, Austin, Texas. Um, If you're interested in ophthalmology, anterior segment, and you'd like to see what the energy is all about, we'd love to have you there. Um, I'm going to be there. Bill's going to be there. A lot of the young leaders in ophthalmology are going to be there. And this is, I think, a great chance to come and get connected. If you'd like to sit down and talk about a case, talk about what's going on in your practice, there's going to be time to do that with some of the people that, that hopefully a lot of people look up to and look to, to as mentors. Uh, and so we're actually going to have some specific sessions about mentoring. And uh, like I said, also, there's going to be some great um, uh, wet lab opportunities there also. Bill, thank you so much for giving us your perspective on meetings, what they mean to you. And uh, hey, without meetings, we would have never uh, gotten a chance to meet. And I'm so glad that we have, have. We've had a great friendship. And I look forward to uh, many years of sharing lots of interesting cases with you, bud. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Next, I speak with Dr. Netta Shami to get her thoughts on meetings and how she decides on which ones to attend. A co-chair of ME Live, Netta talks about her role in the meetings and describes what this event offers that others cannot. the distinct pleasure of speaking to my good friend Netta Shami. And uh, Netta and I go back a ways, but Netta is one of the co-chairs of Millennial Eye this year. And I thought it'd be a good idea to get Netta's opinion, not only about the things that she likes about Millennial Eye and the things that she's excited about this year, but also just more generally um, what she looks for in a meeting. So Netta, with that little uh, intro, thank you for coming on. And why don't you give us a little bit of of a background on the, t- the type of meetings that you like to go to? What kind of attracts you to a, a meeting? 
Of course. Thanks, Gary, for asking uh, for me to come on this. And I always love chatting with you. You know, it's it's very, very good question. And I've actually recently have revisited my own thoughts as to what leads, um, you know, what leads me to certain meetings and not others and what why uh, some meetings I'm much more excited about going to and, and not others. And I'll just kind of give a little background. I mean, I've been going to the American Academy of Ophthalmology and uh, ASCRIS every year since I was a resident. So that is almost a given. I think I only missed one throughout the years. And it's, uh, I think it was when I was in labor for my second child. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a good excuse. Yeah, that's And it's a good just excuse. become, you know, for those meetings, I feel like, you know, they're excellent meetings. It's a great opportunity for me to teach. I, 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 um, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of kind of high level, um, advisory boards there and also just involved with the leadership and in addition to courses and such. But I have come to realize that I, I go to those meetings, leave completely exhausted and feel like I didn't leave with a whole lot of learning. And it was a lot of teaching, which I love to do, but the interactions were, you know, very short lived and, 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 and it really kind of, it's almost like a job, like going to American Academy of Ophthalmology and Ascaris. Right. And it's wonderful and I'll continue to do it. But I was missing a lot. I was missing opportunity for networking. I was missing opportunity to really sit down and and bounce ideas uh, off of my colleagues or uh, meet new people, uh, learn new things. And 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 so I then had to revisit my plan and and what meetings to go to. And in that, obviously, Millennial Eye was front and center for me. I mean, I was involved. Early on in the inception of the uh, of the whole idea uh, with Tammy Baghetti and BMC really spearheading this this and taking an idea uh, or feedback from us uh, as to what our needs were as ophthalmologists and what we're missing in, in the bigger meetings and they as as they do with everything they put their hands on they turn it into fruition and really create something that absolutely answers to our needs. And that's exactly what Millennial Eye has become. And what it is, is everything that all the other meetings are not able to offer to me. And what that is, is a smaller size uh, meeting uh, that has opportunities and for networking uh, and networking, not just with industry, because there are a lot of me- meetings that are very industry driven. Uh, this has that aspect to it most definitely but it also they've also somehow i think through the use of technology and small group meetings and just the very interactive platform for presentations they create a real opportunity for networking and interacting with colleagues and i think it was actually through millennial eye that you and i really got to spend more time together and i can't tell you how uh insightful uh, my you know the whole going to the meeting and, and sharing ideas with colleagues, how, how it, you, we all know how insightful our friends are. We just never have a chance to really <laughs> talk to them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, I just not to, not to interrupt, but I kind of hear what you're saying and, and I'm, I'm thinking about my own experiences and it seems like a lot of meetings we go and we feel like we we give a lot, but don't necessarily get a lot from it. And I think the bigger meetings, there's a lot of giving, um, and that's fantastic, but you kind of know what you're getting into when you start uh, signing up for those sorts of things. Yeah, I think absolutely. Mil- I think Millennial Eye is kind of nice because um, for some, it's it's a nice balance of give and take where you're maybe doing some lectures, but you're also learning a lot. Um, but I think for younger ophthalmologists, this is something I, I spoke to Bill about as well, 
you know, it's really hard in the giant sea of big meetings to find one or two uh, new colleagues or new uh, mentors or, or someone who's maybe just one step ahead of you in life to, to connect with and form a friendship and form a bond. And I find that the smaller meetings, you know, I really end up not only with great clinical information, but I always come away with a friend or two. And you, yeah. know, you go to enough of these meetings and you really start developing a nice network of friends who are there for you when, when something's going on clinically um, or even personally, you know, with business or otherwise. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think if I can comment also just uh, going back to the presentation style is that, you know, at the larger meetings, the presentation styles are a lot of kind of uh, because just the, the, the sheer size of the meeting doesn't allow for interactive presentations as much. It's a lot of spoon feeding. You know, you just even my lecturing style is very different at Academy or at Askers versus Millennial Eye. Millennial Eye, it, it really creates a platform of interactive lecturing, whether it's interactive lecturing uh, among those who are on stage and presenting on a topic, there's a lot of kind of different opinions that are shared and controversies that are brought to the surface. And so you really get a sense of that you see and hear all different aspects. And even when I'm presenting at Millennial Eye, I feel that I walk away having learned something new. Absolutely. And then the, obviously the audience feels much more uh, involved in that process. And then I agree with you with the younger generation, but also I'm not I'm not one of the younger generation anymore. It's been a while since I've been considered younger yeah, generation. Fake news. That's I, fake I news. You, I disagree. I have, to, <laughs> I have to tell you, I walk away from a meeting like Millennial Eye being exposed to the younger generation who sees things differently than I did uh, and I do now. And I walk away completely energized and infused with a whole new set of kind of ideas and excitement about what I'm doing because they re, they either reinvigorate my excitement about what what my you know about our field, but also give me ideas that I would have never thought about how right. to add, bring technology into my practice, how to you know use iPhones and iPads, and you know how to really kind of optimize my practice to fit the needs of the younger generation. You don't get that anywhere else. Uh, so it's it's symbiotic. You know, younger generation most definitely see you know gets mentorship out of being closely uh, you know out of that close interaction with the older generation, uh, and then us we I get the benefit of really learning from the younger generation and all the really exciting uh, ideas that my old brain just doesn't think of nowadays. <laughs> well, listen, I I totally agree with you. And again, at the larger meetings, it seems like you have to achieve a certain level of success before you're, you're invited to um, participate and really yes, have, a, have a voice. But, uh -huh. but that doesn't necessarily mean that younger um, folks who are even residents or just out of, out of residency, they have so much to give. They have so many fresh ideas. And for me, I feel the exact same way, Netta. I am so excited not only just to see my friends who I've known for a while, I am so excited to meet the next generation while they're still in training or maybe when they're just getting out of training yeah. because there's so much energy, there's so much passion and you know it's almost just like they are the ones with the great ideas um, and it's really important I think for us to, um, to use Millennial Eye as a platform for the younger generation to feel like they have a voice so they can get these great ideas out there before they're stale, <laughs> you know, before it's true. You know, it's they, true. they've gone through their yeah. practice and are in 10 years. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I learned how to tweet 
at Millennial Eye. <laughs> I started my Instagram account, my you know, at Millennial Eye. Right. Uh, and it was, you know, one of the kind of the newer generation that's sitting next to me. We met and we chatted and, and I said, you know, show me how to tweet. And, uh, and, right. and so this is, and then my Instagram account and, and my professional Instagram account has was built on millennial eye and just hearing how others have taken advantage of it and how they use it for marketing and social media and such. And this is truly the force of the younger generation. I mean, I can't teach the younger generation about how to use uh, social media for marketing. They have mastered it. Right. And, and so I can learn a lot from them. I think the other thing is it, you know, it is really a progressive meeting. It's incredibly responsive to ideas. And I think maybe because they haven't become, you know, they're still growing and they're evolving, but just because of the premise that it was built on, it's continued its culture and it continued its identity in the sense that it responds to the needs of the its audience and, and, it, and the ophthalmology world at large and, and industry also. And so, it's really fun to have a voice and, 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 and give ideas and see your ideas be implemented in the next year's meeting. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I get just I get so excited when Millennial Eye is coming around and I can't wait to be a part of it. And and honestly, it's um, it's really a breath of fresh air. It, you sense it from the minute you start from the social events from the way the stage is set up, the way you walk in and, you know, uh, music is playing in the background. I, if I remember correctly, one of the sessions had a DJ um, and and it's just created in such a way that it's just very, it's conducive to collaborative, just social fun, but also incredibly productive type of meeting that you leave energized, but with a whole new set of ideas, not just, well, this is the other thing I want to add is it's not just about clinical practice that is discussed. We already alluded to it with social media and such and marketing. There's a lot of discussions about business development. And, you know, if you were interested in starting, when I, I left one practice and I have joined another practice as a partner and bought into the practice, I can tell you probably 80% of the ideas on how to negotiate this this uh, transition came out of my discussions I had during the social hours of Millennial Eye. Right. And, um, you know, it's really amazing. I really wish more and more people would really be exposed to this because it just will reinvigorate the, the incredible field that we're in uh, with ophthalmology. Well, Netta, that is a wonderful synopsis. Um, I, I completely share your views. I'm so excited about this year. Once again, it's in Austin going back to, uh, where it started September 7th through 9th. And, uh, one thing that's a little bit different this year is there's actually going to be a number of wet labs. There's going to be a FACO wet lab. There's going to be a MIGS wet lab. Um, and there's also going to be a diagnostics wet lab. So, um, I think this is going to be just a fantastic meeting, and for me personally, I get so excited, like, like you said, um, not just about meeting other colleagues, but meeting the younger generation and uh, learning from them. So thanks, Netta, for giving us your thoughts on this. Really hope to, uh, to talk to you again soon. I know I'll see you at Millennial Eye September 7th through 9th. I'll see you there. Bye, Gary. Meetings are about so much more than content. They're also meant to foster discussion and interactions and help us build genuine connections so that we don't have to feel alone among a sea of people. 
ME Live will offer you the opportunity to get outside of the convention center and truly get to know and learn from your peers. Join us in Austin this September. This has been Ophthalmology Off the Grid. Thanks for listening. Ophthalmology Off the Grid is an independent podcast supported with advertising by Alcon.